Hi, hello, welcome to the Cricket Junkies podcast. This is Kasi and I'm with my friend Roshan. It's been almost two or three weeks since we recorded our last episode. I mean, both of us have been busy with our respective, uh, you know, personal lives. So, but we are, we, but we are still following cricket. So, um, we thought this is a good time to come and record. Um, Roshan, how are you? Uh, how has it been for you? Hey, Kasi. Yeah, occupied by work. Um, and uh, yeah, we we have cricket practice going to. Yeah, I would uh, apologize to our listeners that we were not able to record from last couple of weeks. Uh, there has been a lot of cricket going on, um, including the World Test Championship final and then now Ashes. So we have a lot to talk. We would really like to record this every week, but we just really are able to able to squeeze the time out there. Anyway, um, uh, let's start with the World Test Championship final because we previewed the World World Test Championship final, but we we haven't recorded after it it has actually happened. Um, I mean to be to be precise, or Australia has uh, beat us convincingly there or the um, India all by almost two hundred runs and. Uh, the only shining light I th- I thought was uh, the comeback of Rahane uh, in that match. And I think that's it, nothing else. Um, what did you think of the uh, match, Roshan? I think uh, Australia was uh, way ahead of us. Um, I mean, the major thing I felt was um, we didn't get enough time after the IPL to get ready for... Uh, the test final. I yeah. think even uh, Rohit Sharma agreed that it would have been better if they would have played the final before IPL started. Yeah. Uh, that would have helped. But um, yeah, I mean that is not an excuse though. Uh, yeah. One of one of the major reason I felt was basically the exclusion of uh, Ashwin too. I mean yeah. uh, that is where Australia did better. We mm-hmm. we f- probably I mean they would have. Uh, um, they would have bowled first too. Um, mm-hmm. But I think uh, after uh, I think uh, after the first day, the ball started spinning. So mm-hmm. including Ashwin uh, would have been a better choice. Um, but I mean, frankly, like there should not, shouldn't be any excuse. We were not up to the mark compared to the way Australia played. Yeah. So, I mean, I... I would like to bring a few things up here. This is the ninth uh, consecutive uh, ICC ICC trophy defeat for India. Uh, we have been to multiple finals and semifinals, but we are just not able to cross the line. Um, there are multiple reasons in all of these defeats. And um, I feel some of the basic mistakes India are doing is with the selection and also with not being able to assess the pitches. Um, selection, I can understand. Uh, I mean, because there are multiple people involved uh, involved in the selection. Uh, it's just not a couple of people. Uh, I recently saw a interview, one and a half hour interview of uh, MSK Prasad. Uh, and I mean, it opened, it, it opened my eyes listening to that interview. But not being able to assess the uh, pitches I think it is inexcusable at that level. Um, 
I know both even Australia said that they would have uh, they would have bowled first on that pitch, which means that uh, both India and Australia have uh, read the pitch wrong. But hmm. it it has been dry. If whoever has followed the county championship this year, there have been there have been loads of runs in the in all the county matches, and they should they should have assessed the uh, scorecards of the county uh, county game and should have been able to assess the pitches, but that that just didn't happen at that level. Yeah, but I mean, uh, batting wise, what I felt was, um, I think we missed the trick. We, so I mean, like especially our openers, they started both the innings. They started well, but yeah. they were not able to carry forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt um, they should focus more on you know um, playing test as test. That is what we are not doing well. Um, if you if you saw why Rahan st- uh, stood out of um, what other batsmen were, mm-hmm. was something because uh, he was able to play test like test. I mean, people, because there has been a lot of uh, T20 games going on um, just before this uh, World Test Championship, people are mm-hmm. still in the, into that mode and they are not mm-hmm. able to, um, you know, um, um, probably the short selections they are going for, that is mm-hmm. not correct. But definitely they need to prepare well. Um, like you said, this has been the ninth uh, I mean, like consecutive failure for us in uh, ICC championship. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope. I mean, they they le- they better learn this time. <laughs> but I mean, uh, coming coming to from the learning side. I mean, again, um, the the test against West Indies, and we all saw like you know what kind of team selections they went through. Uh, we can yeah. discuss more on this. Yeah, before we go to West Indies. I I want to talk about one more thing. First, I know Rahane performed well. I mean, uh, he saved the he saved her face basically in that World Test Championship final. But I don't understand how Rahane came back into the picture. Really, in the Indian Test team, when we have moved on from a senior player, and we have we didn't we we have added some young players to our squad and we didn't even give give chances to those players so when shreyas air was present on the bench sorry when, when shreyas air was playing he there are a couple of players who are sitting on the bench like uh, surikumar yadav uh, and uh, there is one more player i think abhimanyu ishwaran he was present in the squad, but he wasn't given chance yeah. because Shreyas was basically uh, uh, playing. When Shreyas Iyer is injured and he's not able to play the World Test Championship final, either Surikumar Yadav or Abhiman Yushwaran should have been playing in his spot, right? I don't know. How, that is why. where the strange, strange part of this uh, team selection comes in, uh, Kasi. Exactly. I feel... Inclusion of Ajinkya Rahane, um, I mean, this might go to Rohit Sharma uh, because he has played a lot, both play for Mumbai and he has played a lot with Ajinkya Rahane. Mm-hmm. Probably, um, I think it is Rohit Sharma who, and even Rahul Ravid, uh, he, he even likes the way Rahane plays. Um, so I feel like you know both Rahul Ravid and Rohit Sharma have played a major role 
in bringing uh, ajinkya rahane back into the team so there's um, a reason this is what my thoughts are yeah i i agree i agree with you 100% they they have influenced the uh, selection decision there's a reason why rahane was dropped he was dropped because he wasn't playing well in indian conditions especially yes probably they wanted him to spin. send back yeah send back practice more, more and you know come back uh, make a comeback and probably now even dropping or leaving out pujara uh, they might be trying the same thing with pujara too yeah so the the point is there's a reason why he was dropped he was weak against spin and also recently hasn't been um, making much runs in the foreign conditions to where he traditionally plays well um so i mean i mean before the world test championship so that's the reason why he was dropped um and th- without trying the youngsters who are present in the squad and getting him back again i don't understand that decision and now since he played well in the world test championship final and india india is in soup again um now they can't go back on ajinkya rahane and now since they can't go back they ha- they had to drop someone uh, just to you know show that they have they are making some hard decision and the poor guy is uh, chitashur pujara the guy has been committed to indian cricket stream like no one really and he has been going to county cricket and scoring lots of runs and and just because he has failed in play, failed to score runs in world championship final he has been dropped i don't no, think no i think Kasi, that is not only the reason i mean even i am uh, i will oppose the decision to drop uh, pujara but just because he failed in world test championship is not the reason if you check the last 28 test which he played i think he haven't averaged more than 30 i believe uh, in the last 28 test he played so that yeah. is a thing, but i won't yeah i mean like i won't i agree the i i i agree with the point you're making yeah. the thing is when there are three senior players and if they had to drop one i think it it doesn't have to be chetashur pujara is what saying because all the three are equally bad in the last three years just because sarjing rahane played the last as well uh chetashur pujara has become the scapegoat yeah that is for That's, sure Um, that that's that's my point um and and now ajinkya rahane is straight back as as vice captain I, i i mean what the hell is uh, indian selection committee thinking about it it feels like they don't want to groom any young captain who is the next captain after rohit sharma who are they grooming i think they are looking definitely looking out for shubman gill i would say but um, i mean shubman gill is just 22 year old 22 years old and there's a long way for shubman gill uh, to be a captain uh, shubman but Kasi, think, if you see Shub- if you see the way they are going now they again made uh, ajinkya rahane as vice captain if yeah. they they were really thinking about shubman gill uh they should have actually you know made him as vice captain so mm-hmm. i was exactly to uh, sunil gavaskar's interview where he was asked to about this um i mean like who he thinks uh should have been the vice captain or whom they should groom and he took two names one of them was shubman gill another one was akshar patel mm. so 
I mean, if you ask me, probably um, if if they want to stick with Ravindra Jadeja, they stick with uh, Ravindra Jadeja in World Test Championship too. Mm-hmm. Probably uh, they should have made Ravindra Jadeja or Shubman Gill as vice captain. They should yeah. have groomed them. And then uh, whenever the time was there, they could have handed over the captaincy to any one of them. Uh, Akshar Patel, he is kind of like on and off out of the team. Yeah. So he's another good talent, which probably mm-hmm. can be a better captain too, because the kind of uh, touch he is in now, um, test, be it test T20 or ODI, mm-hmm. um, he can he can really be the um, the guy who, who whom we are looking out for. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can purely play as a batsman and uh, he can also be the spinner for us in needed situations. Yeah, but, I agree. Uh, I yeah. agree. Uh, India shouldn't. It, the, it's basically like musical chase to me. India shouldn't have gone back to Ajinkya Rahane as vice, vice captain. I mean, it's yes. it's enough that he made a comeback to the Test team, and handing him over the vice captaincy on top of it is, I think, it's ridiculous. It's. I mean, it's. Uh, it seems like they don't have any plan, and there are plan in their mind and they're not looking at the future as well. Um, yeah, that's what I'm worried about because these kind of uh, decisions, right? Uh, yeah. This this kind of team selection mm-hmm. would only confuse people uh, and people would know like, you know, the selection committee who is sitting over there, they don't have probably would, a, a ha- clear agenda what they want to do. Or if, I don't know, is Shreya present in the Western squad? I uh, think he is not. I mean, like he's injured. If right? if if he is present, Shreyas Ayer should have been the vice captain. If you ask me, he's exactly. a he's a good he's a good uh, good captaincy candidate. So, um, he should have been the vice captain. If you ask me, I'm yep. checking the squad. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't think he is present here. I think he's still injured. But anyways, I think yeah, that is um. That is what I would agree to. Going yeah, back to Ajinkirana is probably not a good good move. They yeah, should look th- for future now. Yeah, I think Shreyasair would be a good candidate uh, to be given vice captaincy. Uh, I think since he's injured, probably I think maybe as a stopgap they have given for uh, Ajinkirana. I mean, that mm-hmm. would be the only thing uh, which is logical to me. Um, yeah. What did you think of uh, the inclusion of uh, uh, Rutraj Gaikwad? So and I and and I and, have... and, and HSV Jaiswal ahead of uh, uh, Sarfraz Khan and Abhimanyu. Yeah, not picking up Sarfraz Khan is a big, uh, uh, big question mark to me because uh, that guy has done every possible thing which a uh, domestic cricketer should do to make a team selection. Um, yeah. he should have definitely been the middle order batsman um, yeah. for us for West Indies too. But yeah. uh, <clears throat> um, picking up Rutiraj Gaikwad, Yashashvi Jaiswal, uh, having Rohit Sharma, Shubman Gill doesn't make any sense to have yeah. four openers. Yeah. I heard that they wanted to try Jaiswal uh, in place of Pujara in um, middle yeah. order. Okay. That is the reason they have picked uh, HSV Jaiswal, and, which and can Rutra, be a good move. Yeah. 
and Rudra's guide quad is um is a spare opener. I mean, is a yeah. I think uh, they might have picked him as a backup opener. Yes. Oh, okay. okay. But Kasi, I mean, to be very frank, probably what would have what I would have done, um, mm-hmm. I would have, uh, you know, picked some good young talent. Uh, and definitely Sarfaraz Khan Khan would have been uh, the uh, person in my team list too. Um, yeah, I, honestly, I would have gotten rid of Ajinkrahane as well, and I would have played. Uh, uh, I would have given chance to Sarfaraz Khan in place of him. We yeah. are really, we are really in need of Engblad in this team. Um, I think we we already have two senior batsmen. In the in form of Rohit Sharma and Virat Kohli in our team, who can guide the youngsters, and we should we should groom all the youngsters in the. It's time for the Englet um, to be injected in this team, and we have senior players in Ashwin, uh, Jadeja, um, and Shami as well. So it's not like we are going with the new uh, new team of eleven players. So we have six and six senior players, and I think. We have time for World Test Championship, and West Indies, to be honest, is not a strong team. So this is a this is a good chance to try youngsters and give chances to them. And I would have loved to see uh, uh, Rahane dropped as well, and and uh, Sarfraz Khan, and even that Abhimanyeshwaran given chances in their places. But when well, we uh, I I think in a different way. If you would have asked me, probably what would I, what I would have done is, I'm sure probably most of people won't agree with me, mm-hmm. um, but I would have definitely dropped Rohit Sharma, mm-hmm. uh, included Pujara uh, and Rahane, include mm-hmm. uh, some youngster along with Shubman Gill, maybe Yashashvi Jaiswal in openings for place, definitely include Sarfaraz Khan. Now where he should play that... Um, that that would be again uh, another discussion. See, uh, Rohit Sharma is the only batsman with an average of over forty in the last World Test Championship final or cycle. I agree. Two, I agree. Two and two and up here, so it doesn't make sense to drop him. Uh, so, but I, I feel know... Kasi, that in Test, uh, Ajinkya Rahane is a better captain than uh, Rohit Sharma. And no, uh, no we are talking. So we need to have a good batsman and then look for a captain. So if we, you, if, can, we, if we you cannot want to groom, if you want yeah. to group another captain, right? I mean, mm-hmm. a young captain like Shreya Sayer or Shubman Gill, mm-hmm. I would definitely go to Ajinkya Rahane, ask okay. him to guide, uh, probably let him play another couple of years in test cricket because that is what he can do. Mm-hmm. Put Rohit Sharma in ODI, uh, ask him to focus on ODI cricket. Uh, mm-hmm. not in test cricket mm-hmm. and then um, hand it all to a young uh, captain like Shreya Sayer or Shubman Gill. See, poor, poor Rohit Sharma only got to play test cricket in the later half of his career. So I don't think he would want to sacrifice that. <laughs> so, no, but there are some harsh decisions which... Uh, I know, I know, but he... but we cannot overlook the batmanship of Rohit Sharma, which has been which has been saving us in a lot of matches, right? So he has been the only guy who has been who, like I said, I, who is averaging over 40. So um, I think we cannot drop Rohit Sharma. 
at this mm-hmm. moment at least um, maybe captaincy i would agree um, maybe give captaincy to someone else and only have him focus on odi and uh, t20 captaincy but yeah because he is have... not doing great in odi as also now and not in t20 as well um, yeah, so they they need to take an harsh decision the way they took um, during dhoni right i mean they made some big decisions some seniors were dropped Uh, mm-hmm. That definitely helped our team. Um, Let's now move on to the more exciting uh, cricket, which is Ashes. I mean, I have been, I have been a uh, on the edge of this seat for the first Test match. Um, I mean, this Ashes promised a lot. Basically, the team with the team playing the aggressive uh, brand of cricket uh, in the form of baseball, England cricket team, and the and the World Test Championship, uh, um, World Test uh, World Test champions in the form of Australia. So, and it lived lived up to that, uh, um, you know, that building and that hype. So, what did you think of the first Test, Roshan? I mean, even I was on the edge of the seat. This is the test. I mean, you know, uh, we wanted to watch, yeah. and uh, it was like a roller coaster ride. Every yeah. session, we each and every cricket fan was trying to follow, yeah. and uh, it was truly ashes. I mean, you know, this this is what we expect from ashes. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, nowadays India playing Australia is also like this. I mean, we, when India plays Australia, it's all it's also very you know uh, interesting especially when they play in australia because the pitches in india uh, doesn't make it possible to have exciting cricket they usually finish in two or three days but whenever india plays australia in australia it's also exciting but coming to the ashes um, what did you think of the ben stokes declaration at the end of the first day uh, no i won't question with, his with joe yeah, present on 120 No, no, I won't question his move. Mm-hmm. Whatever he did, as per him, it was correct. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like you know, you make to you want. I mean, if you want result, right? You need mm-hmm. to make such decisions. You never know. I mean, the way Pat Cummins. I mean, they they were eight down, right? Eight wickets down when. Uh, Pat Cummins, yeah, Pat Cummins and Lyon was playing. Anything mm-hmm. could happen. People would have lauded his decision. Uh, hadn't. Uh, Uh, Pat Cummins and Lyon would have chased this target. So, right. I mean, I won't question his decision. I would See, definitely say that you know the kind of innings Usman Khwaja has played in uh, yeah. first innings, uh, yeah. that kind of gave uh, uh, edge to Australia. Definitely, yeah. if his innings would have have come, probably Australia wouldn't have scored three fifty also. So yeah. definitely, that was a difference. and uh, another difference which i felt was uh, england getting out on 270 right so yeah and uh, the big the biggest uh, difference was james anderson was off color complete uh, i mean like both the innings i would say i um, think i think england have shot themselves in the boot by asking mm-hmm. the curators to pre uh, to create pitches like this uh the with the bowlers england have in the form of anderson stuart broad and uh, robinson ollie robinson who are not mm-hmm. the express bowlers and who are who bowl at the pace of 130 and 135 uh 
they cannot they can, they cannot uh, you know threaten australia with with that pace i, I would say mm-hmm. they actually bowled well with the kind of pace they have to even uh, make the test match that closer because manas and uh, steve smith didn't con- contribute in this test match imagine both of them start con- contributing from the test match uh, from the second test match Uh, and them having the bowlers who bowl between 125 and 130 it's it's going to be nuts for england yeah but all in all it was an exciting match i yeah, i really like the way yeah, pat cummins batted mm-hmm. and uh, took his team home yeah I, I, what i enjoyed the most is the fields ben strokes was setting for all the <laughs> australian batsmen you know yeah. it was very attacking and the ring fielding i mean i never saw any captain in the recent history uh, trying those many field sets in uh, on the field in a, in a test match it was it was yeah. really wonderful to watch yes even uh, i mean like if you have seen there was one catch drop which was definitely a def- i mean like most difficult catch to be taken Mm-hmm. um it was after a wenstock even that field setting was exactly correct um i mean i think the batsman was pat cummings if i am not not wrong no no it was nathan lyon nathan lyon Every, yeah everyone knows that uh, nathan lyon is yeah, always goes for a pull shot uh, on yeah. a short ball i mean he's a compulsive pull uh, hooker so uh, that's the plan they had and it almost worked <laughs> Yeah, it almost worked. I even um, I think when when they needed ten runs or twelve runs, even mm-hmm. that time uh, he brought in Stuart Broad and uh, there was a player next to uh, the batsman with the helmet ready to catch, and uh, Broad was trying to bowl him uh, bouncers and short balls so that he can pull or at least he can give a catch. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It was exciting to see. So Broad, Broad. could only go to some extent with with the pace he has with the with the short ball strategy uh had england had someone like mark wood or someone who could have you know uh hurried the batsman i think they england it was england's test match to win yeah it yeah. would be exciting to see what uh, england does next in uh, what changes they would come in yeah uh, one more uh, one more problem was for england was moinali injuring his uh, spinning finger, finger. yeah uh-huh. i mean they just thought that moinali would just come out of retirement and you know bowl 30 30 25 hours in a day but it's just not possible when for a bowler to bowl those many hours uh, coming back from a long layoff like that he injured his spinning fingers because he had to grip the ball so much for so many overs and uh, and he had, and the skin peeled off his finger yep yeah so what changes do you expect uh, for england in the next match i think i would uh, probably i mean if you ask me i would definitely go with the same team i don't really? know i mean yeah do you know who what what other options england has if i think they have, they have ollie robinson they have markwood so ollie robinson is definitely going to play so markwood has to come in place of either uh, james anderson or stuart broad so who are you going to drop 
<laughs> I'm a big uh, James Anderson fan. I mean, I know he is off colored, but he has saved his team a lot many times. I don't know. I mean, it's very difficult, Kasi. Yeah, uh, it, if the pitch is like this for the next test match as well, I, I would drop James Anderson. Mm-hmm. And 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 for some reason, I felt that Australia were playing spin a lot better than what their pace bowling. So I think I would drop. Moinali as well and play Chris Fox. I mean, I I would. Oh yeah, so they will him. have one more option, bowling option. Yeah, I I, I, I would go with full pace uh pace attack and have uh Jorut as my spinner because because he he bowled really well in this yeah, match. Yeah. So I yeah. think I would I would have Jorut as my spinner. Cool. I think if you ask me, probably I will uh, keep the same team. Drop Moinali for sure. And bring in uh, Chris Fuchs. So they have another spinning option in form of uh, Rahan Ahmed. If I'm not sure if you know about him, he's yeah, yeah he did play. Yeah, yeah, he played he's against Pakistan. Spinner. Yeah, he played against Pakistan uh, last year, I guess. So he bowled decently well in Pakistan. So I'm not sure if they take a chance with him because you know he's a leg spinner and he can also leak runs. So that's a possibility. I think uh, the kind of captain Stoke is, right? Mm. You will definitely see uh, some surprising decisions here. Yeah, you never, I, I, you know, They might include uh, Ryan Emmett. Yeah. Um, yeah they, I, I, saw, I saw that they have included him in the squad yeah. uh, yesterday. So, so, I mean, yeah, he may well play. Who knows? Yeah. So, I think... Yeah, I, if he plays... I, I, then, I, uh, if he plays, then Anderson or Broad has to make what Mark put. So that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, um, let's move on to uh, women's women's ashes. Uh, the women's ashes uh, ended today. Uh, this was again a brilliant test match. Again, uh, I was um, following in and out this test match. Um, I thought. England were ahead ahead at, at the start of fourth innings, especially with them being 50, 55 for no loss. Uh, they, they were chasing 270 runs, and then uh, Ash Gardner bowled brilliantly and took eight wickets in in, in an innings. Um, I mean, it's just impossible to beat this Australian women's cricket team. Yeah, Kasi, I wasn't able to follow the complete match, but I did follow the score. Mm. Um. Yeah, I feel the kind of form uh, Australian women's uh, team is in. I mean, <laughs> it's hard to find any team who can beat them, beat uh, any form. I I would I would go as far as uh, saying that this has this is the best um cricketing team ever in cricketing history <laughs> because they have won uh you know. Almost ten out of the fifteen World Cups happened so far, and no one d- doesn't seem to be able to beat them. Uh, I mean, if you know what I mean, I mean, uh, yeah, I ob- would obviously, that or ob- obviously, would they wouldn't be able to beat men's cricketing teams. But what I mean is them being so dominant in the with the teams they play with. Uh, see, their number eight batsman in Annabelle Sutherland had come out and scored a century 
what can the opposition do really because mm-hmm. australia their team bats so deep like almost 10 out of their 11 players bat so well and almost nine of their team nine nine players of their team bowl well as well you know i mean everyone in their team both bats and bowl and they're all of them are brilliant fielders so it's i thought england played really well uh, especially with tammy bowman scoring double century and uh, sophia kilston who is the number one bowler in the world she's brilliant i mean i would say i would say uh, you know ben stokes should have sophia kilston in his team rather than getting some other <laughs> bowler from quante cricket <laughs> she's that brilliant bro really i mean yeah. she's so accurate she's she is like jadeja really i mean she's a left arm spinner she bowls stick, stick to stick she doesn't miss her length and uh, i mean she's she's great she's the number one bowler in the world she took 10 wickets in the innings and tammy bowman scored wow. 200 and 220 runs and so uh, 22 a uh, double century and still australia uh, australia managed to beat england <laughs> i mean it's a joke really uh tammy bowman uh she australia actually played a warm up warm up match with england uh, england a team or something and tammy bowman played that match as well and she scored a double century in that match as well so she basically scored two double centuries in two matches against australia wow. and uh, it's it's brilliant really uh so so this is a multi format series for uh, women's ashes basically they play uh one test match uh three uh three one day matches and three to three to three t20 matches and a test match gives them four points and each uh, uh each of t20s and uh, odis give them uh, two points each or one point each i don't know so that's something interesting yeah so this is this is called a multi format series in the women's game so i i think every women's series should be this should have this format if australia comes to india they should play a test match and play three odis and one days um and similarly uh, england india or any other team basically so this would give them the test match exposure along with the t20s and odis um if we see all the uh, series is happening between women's cricket teams they are either one days or t20s uh but if they squeeze this multi format series it would be great for women's game as well as you know the um, audience well that would be interesting kasi do you think yeah. uh, there should be something the way they have border gavaskar trophy right yeah uh-huh. uh, do you do you feel there should be something for women's cricket too like that yeah uh, i yeah i think yeah there is a there is a tournament for women's cricketers as well i think uh, um i don't remember the name of the uh, trophy between india and australia but they do have a some trophy named uh, with the name of players but but i think it's with uh, female cricketers obviously but india and australia do play multi format series uh, i think it's happening between big teams like uh, india australia and uh, australia england i don't think india and england uh, played the multi format series i may be wrong but uh, i don't think it's happening between india and england at i think uh, they should start that as well i know that the last 
test match that happened between india and australia india actually managed to draw that game which is which is wow. <laughs> which, which is one hell of an achievement by india uh, i i clearly remember shafali verma and uh, spriti mandana almost had 150 runs for the opening partnership so that was a, that was a good game and india man- actually managed to draw that match but they still lost that multi format series because australia were brilliant in the short format in the odis and t20s well i'm looking forward to it i hope yeah. we um, i i don't know the um, current um, schedule for uh, women's cricket team mm-hmm. indian women's cricket team but i would love to see a test match between india and australia yeah for sure uh what else i know right. roshan you have been following the icc qualifiers um icc world cup qualifiers do you have anything um uh, tell us about it well talking about it um i i think there are two pools right um mm-hmm. for the uh, world cup qualifier mm-hmm. um so the pool pool a has zimbabwe netherlands west indies nepal and united states of america okay. and pool b has sri lanka scotland oman ireland uae mm-hmm. i felt group pool uh, sorry pool a that is group a was mm-hmm. the toughest one since mm-hmm. uh, all three of them zimbabwe netherland and west indies all three of them are uh, good good uh, cricketing teams compared to what they are in group b i mean um, i do i mean like you know i i do have a uh, respect for all the teams but definitely the kind of form um, um zimbabwe and uh, netherlands are west indies definitely is a good team but uh, today there was a miracle happened um there was a game between netherlands and west indies mm-hmm. and uh, west indies scored i think 374 mm-hmm. and netherland managed to tie that game i mean would you believe wow uh 374 was the target given by west indies mm-hmm. and uh, netherland was able to last ball there was one ball one run which mm-hmm. uh, jason holder took a uh, outstanding catch mm-hmm. and uh, they were able to tie and then i think uh, in the super over uh, there was this guy uh, named van i think uh, i i don't remember his complete name but yeah. he he did score uh, 30 runs 30 runs of jason holder's bowling van what v. yes and and why did they bowl jo- jason holder they yeah that any... two on jason holder's they, bowling no they didn't have alzari joseph uh i i didn't check that actually i mean because i'm just but, saying that because he has more pace and you know he jason holder yeah he has more joseph was there too but i believe it was let me reconfirm that uh it was definitely jason holder for sure mm-hmm. yeah okay. it was holder who bowled the uh, last over, i mean like the super over and oh, okay. uh, he hit him three sixes and three boundaries which consisted wow. of three runs that was something amazing to see uh mm-hmm. coming from a nation i mean everyone you know we play local cricket as well we know when you play against a big team definitely mm. the pressure would be on yeah. but uh, the kind of cricket netherland has played today mm. uh, and not only netherland you know i mean even zimbabwe 
I I remember Sikandar Raza making that statement. Yeah. Uh, so they they are the top uh, top charter, um, yeah. Zimbabwe, and uh, he made that statement that they are not very far from being the best. So mm. it's it's a it's a big statement for mm. all the teams. We we know last time they defeated uh, Pakistan as well. So they have yeah. that thing in their mind, and all the cricket fans. Um, they want this uh, uh, nations to come forward and you know play good cricket. That is what we are seeing. So yeah. you never know that might be a big upset for West Indies. Yeah, and what the hell? Yeah, exactly. What the hell is happening with West Indies, bro? Yeah, I agree and they have amazing this. talent. I, it's not like exactly. you know they don't have good talent. Yeah, I mean the top team is. I saw uh, Shai Hope, Shai Hope uh, playing the other day, batting the other day. And mm-hmm. uh, and Nicholas Puran is also playing. I saw them playing. Uh, the holder is there. Uh, Alzari Joseph is there. I think they are playing with their best team there out there. And still, yes. they are not able to qualify for the World Cup. Um, I think I it mean, says it a lot about if they don't yeah, qualify. Kasi. Huh? It would be but, a big upset. It, it it would have been a dark day for them if because they now well, Netherlands Zimbabwe they are already way ahead. I mean like you know two points ahead of uh, West Indies well they I won't be surprised because they didn't qualify for the recent uh, World Cup which happened in Australia as well so I I wouldn't be shocked it, I mean the T20 World Cup which happened in Australia they didn't qualify for that as well so I wouldn't be shocked if West Indies are not qualified again Qual- yeah, and it would be a big blow to them if they don't qualify for two consecutive World Cups. I mean, what the hell is happening there? Yeah, so, I mean, the bottom line here is now, in Super Sixes, uh, I think there are six teams now, uh, Zimbabwe, Netherlands, West Indies, Sri Lanka, Scotland, and Oman. Now, mm. based on the point table, um, I think West Indies is sitting in on fifth position. Mm. Um and now they need to make it to the top. So uh, if you see they, the point table, probably they Zimbabwe basically they basically have to win all their games in Super Six and yes. hope that uh, uh, Sri Lanka and Zimbabwe manage to lose two two games each. That's the yeah, only way. But in they... that case, either uh, Sri Lanka or Zimbabwe would go out. I don't feel like you know. Zimbabwe would go out the kind of form they are. They won. They yeah. won all four matches out of four. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, I don't think Sri Lanka are also going out as well. I saw their scorecards as well, and they are looking in good form. So. Yeah, I, I think, think they have one match pending. Yeah, I, it doesn't look good for West Indies. Yeah, so only miracle can save West Indies now. Um, and you never know. You know, one of the nation like Scotland, even they won out like all three out of three matches. Scotland or Netherlands might give a surprise to uh, Sri Lanka, Zimbabwe or and West Indies the way they did it today, right? So, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's exciting to see. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I yeah. mean, better all the teams like, you know, uh, South Africa, India, uh, England, all these teams, you might see, you know, these uh, teams coming out of uh, Super Sixes. Two teams mm-hmm. coming up super sixes might upset these uh, big teams. Yeah, I, I'll not be shocked. Yeah. Um, well, uh, we wish all the luck for uh, West Indies, and we we hope to see them in India because I mean they they are exciting. 
it's they give a lot of flavor to the world cup and since the world cup is happening in india it would be good to have them but no, nothing to discredit, discredit zimbabwe or the other teams here mm-hmm. uh, i i hope the best teams come to the you know qualifier but see the problem with this 10 team world cup is that we have we are having to choose between these teams yeah i hope i hope, the, I hope uh from the next world cup we don't have to choose between these good teams and we it, it will be at least 15 team world cup exactly um, i was uh, about to say uh, i wanted to discuss on this too i mean mm-hmm. i hope they increase the uh, number of teams because mm-hmm. now there are teams who i mean if you see the kind of competition they are giving yeah i mean see if in fifa there how many teams play the world cup we see mm-hmm. all the teams from smaller countries playing the world cup as well that's how we give exposure to all those teams to the exactly in that's the, how you the promote the scheme of things exactly so yeah. i don't like this uh, format of 10 team world cup uh, i hope it changes from the next edition of the world cup yeah yeah okay uh um thanks yeah, guys you... uh, thanks for listening to us uh, uh do you have anything to add roshan no i think we pretty much covered um looking forward to the uh second ashes test yeah i'm i can't wait for wednesday uh um if the who are you back who are you bank uh, backing roshan i mean who do you think we never talked about this who who do you think is winning the ashes uh i <laughs> i mean like see definitely i want australia to win but no, i really yeah. i thought i thought you mentioned the other day that you want england to win so no no so no because, i mean the kind of no, the kind no, of don't go back <laughs> no no i am not going back uh, yeah. so see i mean here is a thing the kind of situation england were in that day mm-hmm. uh, when you asked me this question right i was seeing england uh, that they they would have won that match the first mm-hmm. match mm-hmm. on complete series definitely i am backing up australia mm-hmm. but uh, second test i would say like you know england would come back strong that's what um, that's what we expect from ben stroke that's what mm-hmm. we expect from basketball mm-hmm. uh, and that that is what ex- we are expecting from england too so I, yeah i th- i think england, australia are good front runners because if they start well they are going to perform well so i think i'm ba- i'm still backing australia win- to win the lords test match and lords has uh, uh, traditionally been a good ground for australia so um, mm-hmm. even steve smith scored a billion 100 in 2019 ashes there so i'm backing australia to win this win the lords test yeah let's see so i am i'm supporting england then for second second test yeah yeah um, let's let's record off to the second ashes test that uh we'll, sure. prob- we'll probably record another episode next sunday when the second test match is over and i hope i i don't know how our situation will be uh, <laughs> with the with the tournament by the way guys we are playing a tournament this weekend so uh, we hope we are, we are able to record this weekend yeah thanks for listening yeah, i us. hope uh, i hope our tournament goes to good yeah yeah good luck to us thanks guys thanks for yeah. listening to us we will see you next week bye thank you guys happy cricket yeah bye